Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode 89 of the Influence Podcast. And today I am super excited to introduce Magda Zuba onto the show. Magda and I have been working together very closely now for the past four or five months or so um, as Magda has been growing her brand uh, on Instagram. Her brand, well, it's twofold. Um, On Instagram, you'll find Magda at Fearless Plant Life, Fearless underscore Plant underscore life um and her brand her business rebel animal uh shares her biggest passions for life which are vegan cooking writing telling stories and connecting with people and the brand rebel animal there's three major areas that this focuses on it's the food it's the content creation and then it's the vegan diet and menu consulting that she does as well the first thing i would say even before we 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 dive into the conversation you have to check out magda's website rebelanimal.co.uk it is amazing it is absolutely amazing and her her instagram account is one of the most visually pleasing things i think i've ever seen um whether you're vegan or plant-based or vegetarian or you eat everything you are going to be blown away by the content that you see on her account so definitely go and take a look at that as i say we met about five months or so uh, when magda was looking to build her brand reach a bigger audience on instagram she'll tell you more about that in just a few moments um and we worked together very closely to help her build a presence and now gone beyond uh, 10,000 followers on the platform which is incredible so we'll have a chat about that as well The brand itself, Rebel Animal, it's an exciting brand of real food. It just happens to be vegan. So it's not specifically vegan. It just happens to be vegan. Um, The offers change monthly. There's lots of new, exciting, unique creations. And you'll see a lot of those if you go and check that out on Instagram as well. There's no e-numbers, no fake meats. There's no deep frying, anything like that. And Magda uh, and the company, they cater for small events, they cater for restaurants, they do um, vegan diet and, and menu consulting, as I've mentioned as well. And another thing that uh, the company focuses on is incredible content creation. And as I've already said, you need to go and check out Magda and um, the, uh, the Fearless Plant Life account on Instagram. It is absolutely unreal. Magda, I've been very, very excited about this conversation. And I should say as well, Excited about sharing a real success story of somebody that has gone through the Intergalactic program, implemented the steps, and gone from I think about fifteen hundred followers on the on the platform when we first started to now way beyond ten thousand followers as well. So, 
Thanks so much for being with us. Magda, welcome to the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome, and thank you so much for having me. It's so weird because I do lives all the time. I do 5,000 reels a month, but it's just different feels. So there is a bit of a, like, you know, this kind of tingling in the stomach. So, yeah, but it's really exciting. It's really good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm listening to your podcast. I've always been listening to them. But I've never thought I'm going to be in the one. So it's really cool. I'm delighted. I'm delighted. I imagine that this is a, a this tingly feeling as well is the kind of feeling that you hope to get with your clients as you're you're creating these these masterpieces on, on, on the plate and in the kitchen as yeah. well. I've, I've, yeah. Could you, would you mind giving us a bit of backstory? How did you come about that? Like, how did all the cooking come about? Where did this all start? And what was kind of the journey? Sure. Well, the cooking started like long, long time ago, but I'm not going to take you there because um, you'll fall asleep. Um, so <laughs> let's just fast track a bit. Um, so, you know, I've always, always loved cooking and cooking was always kind of calling me. But, you know, there was never a kind of right time or, you know, you, you, you have this association that I don't want to be an apron. I want to do an adult job, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So I've done loads of loads of things, uh, which I'm super grateful for. I've done a lot of management, you know, then, you know, this job took me to Hong Kong, which is great. I've worked with children, but it was always something, you know, the cooking was always there. And I also love eating. I mean, you know, I love eating. I, I can't understand those people that at 4 p.m. say to you, I forgot to eat today. I'm like, what? You know, so, <laughs> just, so cooking, yeah, I just don't get that. I wake up and I just plan, you know, what I'm going to cook or eat, etc. So yeah, cooking was always there, but you know, there were different passions. And then alongside the way the yoga came into my life really strongly, mindfulness. So, you know, I thought, you know what, I really want to start working for myself. And that was the core. That was, that's how it all started. I, I need to figure this out, you know. So after coming back from Hong Kong and from India, I was like, that's it. I'm done. As much as I loved my previous companies, I was done. Um, and then this was the easy step because I always think that making a decision is just make a decision and then stick with it. But then you have to work it out and then you have to figure all the nuances out. So uh, definitely, um, yeah, so I was thinking, what do I do? So cooking, cooking, cooking. So then catering came to mind. And as my catering business was picking up, we all know what happened in March 2020. Um, so I started to get email by email, email by email. Sorry, the festival's cancelled. Sorry, I have to yoga retreats cancelled. So I'm like, okay, great. What do I do? So I was still doing some cooking jobs, but there was still, it was not sustainable. It was just something. And I sat down and I thought, okay, deep down, Magda, deep down. And I've had Instagram, you know, I've started Instagram when I've started my catering. But honestly, if I look my Instagram journey from two and a half years ago, I mean, I didn't even have a clue what I was doing. So it was an eye opener and Instagalactic was, oh my God, it was just an eye opener, what you should be doing. And you always ask yourself, why no one told me that before? Oh, my God. You know, <laughs> so, anyway, I'm also a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. And we know exactly where we need to be. So around August, September time, I thought, that's it. I don't want to cook small things anymore. And I actually want to do something bigger. You know, I want to combine my passions. Cooking is great, but it's not sustainable for long term plan. So why don't I just merge everything together? So then for another few months, I educated myself a bit more on Instagram, but it was still nothing because I didn't have the vision. I didn't have an idea. And I had the most typical uh, question, you know, but who would even want to see me? You know, there is so many more people there and I'm not no, really- Can I just stop you there, Maggie? Yeah. That is, that, yeah. that right there is one of the biggest 
things that holds people back, right? And I'm so pleased that you've said, firstly, I'm so pleased that you've said that because there'll be other people listening saying, yeah, I agree, right? Who wants to see me? Who like, who, who wants to, 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 to see me? And I get that. So you've immediately, you've just lighted up people's minds when you say that. Yeah. Um, how how did you overcome that what steps did you take what what was the decision that you made to say well i need to do this so what changed because there will be people and genuinely the things that we that we share now could light somebody else up to take action so what was your process there to kind of overcome that so my process was actually the process is really easy and that's the process that i've always applied in my whole life um it's just a bit easier when you work for someone and someone just pays you and you get like a nice uh, paycheck at the end of the month. If you don't get one, that's a bit more tricky. But I, 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 you know, I figured everything out, and I just asked myself one simple question: Where do I want to be in a five years' time? You know, where do I see myself? You know, what do I want to be working like? Like, what's my day like? Do I want to wake up and go? You know, etc. Just you know, that the series of questions. But it was coming back to what makes me happy. Okay, this makes me happy. Uh, that doesn't make me happy. What is my passion? And again, going back, where do you want to be in five years' time? Where do you want to be in ten years' time? You know, I'm not in my. I'm not saying I'm old, but I'm not in my twenties. So the time was. It's live. It's now. Or like, what's the point? Yeah. Because I just knew I'm not gonna have another twenty years. I'm not like one of those lucky seventeen-year-old who are throwing some pasta on Instagram and then they have one million followers. I'm not. You know. <laughs> So I had to put so much internal work, you know, where do you want to be, believe in what I'm doing, but also try to find uniqueness about myself, you know, and, yeah. and that's where it comes to brand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love that so much. It's so important to um, get clear on what you want it to look like in the future. And this is something that we, we, we I think we, we chatted about as well um, way back at the, at the start of when we were, we started working together. And I share this with anybody that I start working with is, is there's an episode uh, and for anybody listening, if you haven't listened to this, go back and listen to episode number nine, which is about um, how knowing exactly what you want and how to get it. And it talked exactly what you just said, Magda, about identifying your five-year goals. And as soon as you're clear on what you want life to look like, um, and actually, I, 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 I had a conversation with somebody re recently and he said something slightly different, which I really liked, which is it's not what do you want to have? It's who do you want to be? Mm -hmm. uh, and that yeah. just straight away. Right. It's like, oh, actually, who do yeah. I want to be? Well, I want to be the person who and it's different for everybody. You know, you want to be the person that's, that's helping other people, that's teaching, yeah. that's valuable to others, that's inspiring others. And I know that you want to do exactly the same in what you do yeah. as well. Um, and having no, it's so fun. true. Yeah. It is so true because sorry to cut in, but it is like it is it is like we all have this vision, and I think it's really important to say it now because I was one of those people, you know. You scroll through Instagram and you oh, I want to be this person, you know. Oh, I want to sit on the Bali, drink my coffee, eat the smoothie bowl, and do yoga in my case, you know. Yeah. And that was, but then we just kind of forget that those people also work. <laughs> We don't see this part very often. We also don't know how they got there and how they're getting there. And I think that's where, where you say who you want to be. It's extremely important and how you're going to get there instead of just having this very vague vision of just sitting on a beach because that is something which may be happening for us. But let's be very honest, it's a hard work to get there. Yeah. This, this is it and and this is why i think it's so important to it, you know that there is work involved which is why it's so important to be clear on where you want to get to and be and and keep that in mind because it makes the journey more enjoyable it makes the journey worthwhile 
when you have clarity and where you want to get to. And I think what's what's so powerful, we, we will move on because I'm kind of, I want to I want to get into into more uh, about you. But I think what's so powerful is that I gen- genuinely believe that 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 I mean within reason, but that we can have what we want. I genuinely believe that we can work towards having what we want in life. Um, and I think what's so powerful is that if we don't choose and if we're not specific enough about it, then we could actually end up with something that we really don't want. And I think where you are, I, I think where you are now, and, I, and this is what we're going to talk about now, is that having built this audience and having built your your presence and your credibility on the platform, you've now got that launch pad to to get out there and really start to focus in on on where you can have the biggest impact and what you want to do. So, from 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 where you were um, when we first started to now, we talk about the the audience. We've got you know a huge audience there. The content going out looks incredible. And I keep saying this, people need to go and check out your account on Instagram because mm-hmm. you've got amazing what you like the 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 energy and effort, the time that goes into your content creation is remarkable. Um so we then talked about different options about how you can now move forward and really start to monetize this. So what would you mind just talking through what the different options were and what your kind of thoughts were about how can I best monetize the account now? Yeah. And what's going to work for me moving forward? Yeah, absolutely. And I think this is, you know, also so valuable. And obviously your support has been, I mean, great because I I get, you know, I get, you know, I'm extremely creative, but I'm over creative and I've got, which is called like brain porridge. I've got million ideas and I just don't realize that some of them are great, but maybe time consuming, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it was so good to have this clear, but also to have someone that actually you know, just like you stand like outside of me and just be very objective. So say, come on, Magda. I mean, okay, writing a recipe, you know, for a magazine, it's a great fun, but how many of those you have? And, you know, and you gave me those numbers because I have got this idealistic vision that I'm just going to write down beautiful recipe once a week in my conservatory and the money will just stop uh, dripping like a rain. And it was beautiful. And, you know, it is it is eye opening what the conversation we've had some weeks ago when you said that's all great, but let's monetize. And, you know, and it all comes down to the relationship with money we have, which mine is not great because I I have got this terrible relationship with money where I think money is bad. And, but that's that's another podcast story, I guess. And because it's such a it's a huge subject, so I'm I'm, I'm taking steps now to actually be like, no, money is a good energy, you know, and that's fine. And there's nothing wrong. There's no guilt. There's no guilt in wanting to be valued in this way uh, for your services. Absolutely. So that was great. It was really eye opening. So I'm, I just keep coming back. But yeah, so I had options. So my ideal option, oh, let's just do a beautiful book. Let's just do ebooks. Let's just do that. And then it was okay. But then will it pay your mortgage? You know, so you then asked me a question, which was groundbreaking for me, which was like, okay, what are your other talents? What do you like doing? You know, it's a simple thing. And I think sometimes it always gets back to whoever is listening, whatever field and a niche or niche you are in. Yeah what essentially other talents you have got and then how do you merge it and I knew I just love I just love being with people I just love listening to stories I'm a storyteller as you probably you know I'm a blabber as well I can talk for England (laughs) yeah so you know I thought why don't I just jam it all up why don't I just think food is my biggest passion that's true but alongside the way I've discovered other passions alongside the way uh, accidentally I became pretty good with Instagram Uh, (laughs) I mean accidentally with my time investment to learn so I thought let's just dive in and make a brand of that absolutely yeah I love that so 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 now 
building the brand where, as you say, you're combining the things that you really enjoy. So just to, I just want to unpick what you described a little bit there, because this is really important. I think this is, this is really important for, again, for people that are listening and it's a real shift in mindset and approach that, and, 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 and I just want to be really clear. This is where I started when I was, when I first started, this was the impression that I had in my mind as well. And I think that's where a lot of people start is that I'll create a course or I'll create a product and then I need to do it once. Everybody will buy it because I've created it, obviously. And then I can go and lie on the beach. And and what where we where I think where our conversation started was let's look at or the the where you were looking was let's look at recipe books, some ebooks, maybe yes. sell for ten, twenty, thirty dollars and such, um, and use those. And, and you know that's the kind of thing that we're looking at. And then between the two of us, we said, well, actually, what's the financial goal that you're looking at? And we identified yeah. what the financial goal is that you're looking at. We looked at how many of those books you would need to sell to hit that mm -hmm. financial goal on a monthly basis. I, lo I, like, I love that you're laughing now, because because it's, it, but it's true, right? Because these are the things that until we actually, yeah. but there'll be people listening to actually, yeah, actually, hang on a minute, I haven't thought about this. Yeah. Um, but until we kind of identify, well, what's the, what's the goal and how many of these do we need to sell realistically to be able to hit that goal? Yeah. is that achievable and so the shift then that we took is rather than trying to focus on selling 100 or 300 books per month what about if we offer something which is far more valuable ultimately it's more of you yes but you've got such a great uh, range of expertise mm -hmm. and you're giving more value to businesses to entrepreneurs to to, to local restaurants and capital we're going to come on to that in just a moment and it allows you to charge a higher fee. So actually you only maybe need one client or two clients or three clients to still bring in the same income that you would need for 300 eBooks, for example. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that was the major shift that we went through. And now the focus, as you've described moving forward is how do we then position this? So it becomes, um, it, so that you're in a position where you can uh, increase your, your, your fees, if you like, but because you're in return, you're adding value or more value to the people that you work with. So what are your made, like if, the, if they're kind of one or two or three options, what do you see now as being the major options that you've got one, two or three in terms of what the business might look like and what you might be doing, let's say six months from now, what would you mm -hmm. like that to be? And what are those two or three options that, that you've considered? Yeah, so I think, you know, this would definitely be something all the time around, you know, creation, but, you know, I, I can see people's problems now because, you know, I think that essentially it comes back to people's problem. And A, I, you know, I had similar problems or I had similar questions and I wasn't necessarily sure where to seek the answer. Um, some of us just don't like the research as well. Some of us just like this human human kind of touch and connection, and that's fine as well. Um, and, you know, so I kind of started working backwards. I said, what kind of problems have the accounts may have, the vegan accounts, the blogger accounts, you know, if they are looking to monetize what they are missing. And I've had a lovely conversation with a girl from Canada and, you know, it all came down to a focus. She was like, I just don't know what to do. I know I like food, you know, so I had this massive brainstorm and it was so valuable. She said, oh my God, thank you so much. I'm going for a hike now because you've just loaded me with, you know, and sometimes we just clogged up and I feel that we all have that. And it's nice just to have a brainstorm with someone and, and then just help them with the vision and help to unfold them. So I feel 
this is something that we all need um, to, to have if we are building a business, then cohesive brand, you know, maybe someone is not a writer because, but it comes really naturally to me. So I thought, let's just write for people as well. You know, I'm quite visual. I'm very aesthetically obsessed, you know, see the person. So, you know, when I see those very valuable accounts, but they're not very eye-pleasing, I'm thinking, why don't we do that? You know, so I've started, contacted uh, loads of eco-sustainable shops recently, and some of them have a beautiful pages, but a lot of them don't. Yeah. So I thought, hey, would you like me to maybe work with you? I'm going to add the value to your site by creating some recipes, including your ingredients of the month that you want to sell to customers, etc. And if you want to have a more conversation with me, let's maybe look at your visual side of your of your Instagram, you know. So um, it kind of comes down to a first conversation, see what your problem is. Is it time? Is it captions? Is it idea? Is it focus? And then let's just work with it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. You, That is 100% um, the your strengths as I see it is is the as you say the attention to detail right so um the cooking on one side uh, which you absolutely love doing um and what's 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 really interesting as well and I think this is quite important for people that are, I, I keep coming back to to conversations that we've had and but also earlier steps in your journey which is you 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 were doing catering for a long while but you realized that you didn't want to be in the kitchen forever cooking for other people, right? Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So so you've had that kind of pain. And and again, there'll be people listening who are, let's say, personal trainers, for example, and they will know that that for a while they really enjoyed going into the gym and training people. And now they're like the idea of getting up at 6 a.m. or 5.30 to to do the first session at 6 or 6.30. It's just, it's, it's exhausting, right? And so there will be people who, yeah, for a while they were doing exactly what they wanted, but as is human nature, we all change. The next things yes. that we want, are, and we've got new problems and we want new things. And so what you've, what I love you've done is you've, you're evolving now about, well, actually I know I don't want to, I want to take myself away from the kitchen. I can do that. I have done that, but we need to look at something different. And this is where taking a step back and looking at that kind of consultancy role um, seems to work really, really well. And Equally, you're then combining your expertise with Instagram and content creation as well. So who is the ideal client? Who is the ideal person that you really think you would like to be working with? Or who would best benefit from your guidance, your services, your consulting, do you feel? Mm. Yeah, it's a tricky one because it's you don't want to say anybody or everybody that wants to have it because once you're going to talk to everybody, you are talking to nobody. And we all know that it's a, you know, one of the marketing rules number one, you know, have a specific, specific, and the more you narrow down, obviously, maybe, you know, uh, it's going to be much more beneficial for both sides. So I think, um, you know, I'm still kind of looking into, into brands or people wanting to build a brand or even the personal blog but they just don't really have an idea how those things work but which are obviously quite cohesive with my vision with my energy and I think it's quite important so naturally it will have to be vegan uh, or it will have to be at least something sustainable you know something that is you know um people that watched conspiracy some time ago and they're not necessarily vegans or vegetarians but they're thinking you know what I think we need this angle in our branch now but we don't have a clue how you know, uh, a restaurant that doesn't have to be vegan or vegetarian, but thinking, you know, 
times are changing. You know, every restaurant has got a 50% of a vegan menu. We want to have the best vegan menu, etc., etc. So just still working with the people who are not sure how to incorporate the veganism, the sustainability, or potentially have zero time. Yeah. And the time is what I can offer because this is what I'm about at the moment. You know, I'm giving my time to people so they can go and concentrate on what they do best because there is so many, especially in a catering world, there is so many people. I know how, because I've been there. So I think when you've been somewhere, you understand it more. I know when you cook, there is no time for it. And I remember I used to have a flatmate some time ago and she was always, Magda, you need to take the stories of everything you cook. I'm like, try, try to do that. Try to cook, <laughs> try to do the marketing, try to have a beautiful picture. The reels weren't there at the time, but you know, try to do IGTV. It's impossible. And I feel the pain point. So if you want to elevate your brand, but your heart is at cooking, but you feel you are not having customers, I can guarantee you there is no time to do both. It's just impossible. Yeah. Or it's not sustainable. You're going to burn out and something's got to give. That's, yeah, that's really interesting. And that that is the same for, I, th I think that's that's predominantly where a lot of people, as you, you talked about March 2020 and um, the start of obviously lockdown and such and how that just changed everybody's business totally, um, everybody, everybody's life. And um what we what we what, what I certainly found from last year was speaking to a lot of people who were real experts in what they did you know they they were they were fantastic in, in what their particular area of business was whether that was law whether it was you know gym um, gym and business owners whether it was people who were chiropractors or um you know yourself you know cooking um such a range of, of different expertise suddenly having to move online the marketing was the thing that was really missing for them because they had a great product they had a great service but they didn't know how to translate that online and so that was where the opportunity was and I think you've identified now your opportunity where businesses and and, and I do genuinely feel that moving towards businesses or you moving towards businesses you talked about sustainable you talked about I mean you mentioned Seaspiracy I've watched that over the weekend so I know exactly what you mean um, yes <laughs> on, on Netflix, anybody yeah it's it's it's, it's eye-opening I won't, won't say it's not necessarily slightly biased but it's it's definitely eye-opening right and it's intended yeah. to provoke conversation and thought and it certainly has um, and more people are moving in that direction whether they are vegan whether they're plant-based or whether they are as you say they're, they're more consciously aware and I think that's the way that people are increasingly going. So that type of audience, and if you choose to type of, uh, focus on that type of audience, which wholly aligns with your values, it becomes a natural um, natural progression for you to say, yeah, I want to work with these people, whether it's food, whether it's restaurants, whether it's cafe, but it could be um, products as in like cl clothing, for example, brands and such. You might actually find, even though it doesn't feel like the natural yeah. fit, when you when you open up to sustainability yeah um suddenly it's a whole other conversation and there will be people in those spaces let's say uh physical stores in, in your local area they want support with their marketing as well because they've seen how important online is through the past 12 months yeah no it's absolutely right yeah I, I do genuinely feel that that opens the door for you quite significantly so how do you let, let's kind of look at a couple of next steps how do you feel you've mentioned that you've had a few conversations with people as well uh in, in canada and such and i guess the, the 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 step where you may be now and certainly where i was when i when i committed to instagram it's like well 
where do you start? Because mm -hmm. it feels like you've narrowed it down. You know, it's sustainable. It might be vegan. It might be plant-based. Mm -hmm. So it feels like you've narrowed it down, but then actually you go online and actually there's still thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are talking about this. So where yeah. to start? And if you try and go after everything again, you're going to get nobody. So yep. what do you feel is the best approach for you to, to, to action this in terms of putting a plan together about regularity mm -hmm. and consistency of contact and engagement and outreach that's going to best serve you, which doesn't feel like you're chasing everything. What kind of process might you put in place to start um, connecting with with potential leads? Yeah, so I've um, literally just kind of in the last two weeks started to kind of reconfigure. So since our last kind of chat, I was like, okay, you had to sit down with me for a second. So I had to sit with it. Um, is it really me? You know, does it resonate? Because obviously, and I'm sure you agree, if something doesn't resonate with you, you're just not going to be good at it or you're just going to give up on it, you know? So I was like, okay, that's fine. This is my niche, blah, blah, blah. So I've done all the process and then I've started to work more on a website. I reconfigured my website. I've added some chat links. I've changed my bio. So that was the steps towards it. And then I thought, okay, so let's just do a bit of a trials. Um, so I've actually, because I've used my, I've used my uh, relationships on Instagram before with some people and I have a couple of people that I've just offered that, you know what, do you want to be my case study? Do you want to be my case study? You know, I'm not going to charge you. I need to see how I feel about that. Let's just work together. And it's amazing. And it's really good uh, because it teaches me so much alongside the way, you know, I don't have to invest in another course because I'm having a course myself, you know, yeah. um, and I'm, I'm feeling people as, as we go. Uh, but moving on, obviously, I'm, I'm not a charity. It comes back to relationship with money. I want to be very open about the fact that I'd like for that to become a profitable business. Yeah. Um, in line with my aligned with my values um which is helping people uh but also benefiting from it financially so i'm it's all about building relationships i think and it's all about giving them a value so consistent continuous value um you know sharing everything i do and 20 percent of it make a sale you know so have an instagram as a handshake you know so it's my it's my handshake it's me completely exposed with, you know, with, with my values, my life. And then if you think we are right fit, then we work together. Um, and it's just, you know, in terms of logistics as such, you know, I think it's just relationships on Instagram, making sure that, you know, I, I build those relationships first, then I offer what I've got to offer. I offer some freebies as well. So I'm working on a lot more PDFs, downloadable things through tap links, building up my mailing list, of course, because that is, essentially what is the most important I think that was something you've said you know one of our first meetings and I kind of couldn't get you I'm like what do you mean <laughs> it's like yeah. you want your you want your business out of Instagram like what <laughs> so what why the <laughs> hell I'm doing all this Instagram because then to move away from Instagram now I completely get it and as I want Instagram to be my live business card representation of what I love without the chore of Instagram so with it's just it's supposed to be a pleasure and I want to bring back Instagram to a pleasure activity and make money outside of Instagram yeah a couple of things that you've said there that I really like having Instagram as your business card um is one of the like a really nice way of putting it across I think um I I I I've always referred to it as like your shop front or your your storefront. I actually prefer business card. I might I might have to steal that from you, Magda, because I love that. Please do, please do. Yeah, I, I like that a lot, and I think that that works particularly well for personal brand. I mean, it works for every business, but I think for as a personal brand, um, 
it, it's strange. I, I was I was thinking about this the other day. I was chatting with somebody about um, a, a job that they were considering, and I was thinking, you had like to go back into the the place where you're looking at jobs and such. We're talking about writing CVs. We're talking about applicating. That, that just feels so distant from 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 yeah. the world that we're yeah. in now. But the reality of, well, actually getting your business card across online um, and and having that in one place like Instagram, I think is a a really, really nice way of putting that and Mm. a really, really nice phrase of putting that. How would you, what I'm interested in is how much more confident do you feel now having built the audience? You've got, you know, you, you, I mean, you've got a big following there now. You've got the audience, you've got the credibility how does it how does it impact on how you feel about approaching the situation mm. versus perhaps before when we first started you had about a thousand fifteen hundred followers and such yeah um even though it's just it is metrics and it's just the numbers but how yeah. how does it how does it change how you approach the conversation when you start talking to people oh it's a it's a massive shift it's a massive shift because uh it's so it's only in your head and it, you know everyone's gonna tell you that especially me as a yoga teacher is gonna it's only in your head so all the blocks are always in your head it's mental it's mental and i know that however i at least my experience i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna impose it on everyone else but i i can tell you that from my experience it's a massive shift yeah. because even though you can it's like you say it's a vanity it's a vanity measure you know 10 20 30 1 million you know that that is irrelevant if that doesn't mean anything. So essentially, you're still gonna really connect with a few hundreds of those people. Let's be very honest. You yeah. know, we, we don't have time, we don't have energy. Um, plus, Instagram is not showing you everything, you know. So you're essentially building relationships with a few hundreds of people, but this few hundreds of people is extremely important. So in in your head, you know, you think you've gone, oh yeah, but it's confidence, you know. So it definitely gives a confidence to approach people. Um, it definitely, you know what? I think I know a bit more now. And I think I'm almost like, I'm okay to talk to you. I'm not a fraud. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you, you also mentioned as well that you, when when you, you, you see Instagram as a tool, then it becomes, it becomes easier to use and it becomes more enjoyable. That is, you, you, you're pulling out. I, I genuinely couldn't have asked you to say better, like better things or more relevant things for for people listening. Because I think this is the, these are the kind of things that people people think. Like lying on the beach, you see you scroll Instagram. I mean, depending on what what's on your feed, right? And you're seeing beautiful people, beautiful locations. Everybody's life is fantastic. And I do think that that I mean that is wholly misleading, um, and it, it it doesn't necessarily make people feel particularly good about themselves. I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the, the downsides to, to, to Instagram, which is why I think it's so important that we have to approach this as being a tool, which is which we use. And as you've described, we now use that as our personal business card to move people off the platform in yeah. a way that we can build a database, an email list, and then you can converse with people and you can actually start to further those conversations around mm-hmm. business well um and having that removal it means that it becomes more enjoyable you're not attached to the outcome but you're more focused on how do i get the message out there so i can start to move people off the platform and and build the 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 business relations yeah absolutely no no i couldn't agree more it's 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 vital you know and it's like as much you know as i obviously as much as i obviously love uh i love my you know the, the the fact that you know we grew and you know and it was great great but essentially, you know, I still speak to a few hundreds of people, you know, in my posts, in my captions, I try to be very, very personal. And I think that's, that's when you are, 
not not being so overwhelmed with everything yeah. you know yeah that uh, that is that is essentially so good yeah i fully agree i fully agree yeah um i'm i'm i'm, I'm i love the fact that I, I genuinely feel that when we we chat it's I can see the progression every time about where your mind's going and what the next steps are going to be, which I think is, is just really, really exciting. Um, and so a couple of, a couple of things I'm, I'm keen to know then. So if, in six months time, people are going to come and connect with you. I've already mentioned the account a few times, um, fearless underscore plant underscore life. We'll put the links in the, in the show notes and such. If we fast forward six months from now, what kind of things do you, um, if we fast forward six months from now, yeah. what, what what does the situation look like for you? What does it look like for the business? What can people expect to see? Um, wow. Uh, um, what I'd love. Um, I think I'd love for them to see the cohesive brand, you know, something that I'm going to incorporate more of the different angles to my business. And for them to not necessarily create any kind of, you know, fear of missing out on a FOMO and things like that. Oh my God, you know, this girl is doing this and this, but actually to see it as a helpful tool in, in creating something, you know, which is aligned with your business, you know, aligned with your focus as well and with your end goal. And it's just, so they will see me, you know, as this bridge to, to get where they'd like to be. Yeah. You know, and I'd like to, I'd like for my Instagram, for this business card to be a representation of, of not just services and a product, but just as a kind of whole idea, how to, how to create a brand really, or how to support your business through that. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm keen to, keen to ask um, a few uh, questions as well. We're going to go into a few quick fire questions, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Questions. They don't necessarily need to be quick fire answers. So we've got <laughs> all that. Uh, and we'll dive into those now. So perfect. So the first one, um, which sounds a bit strange, but I'm always keen to know is is there a particular routine or habit or thing that you do on a daily basis which other people might find a bit unusual, like a bit odd. So do you have like a daily routine, daily practice, something that really gets you set up for the day or set up for the, the, the morning or in the evening that other people might think, hmm, that's a little bit strange. Or maybe it's quite normal, but it really works for you. Um, you know, uh, no, I, I, I don't think it's anything weird, uh, but I definitely, um, I'm an, no, it's not weird, but I go to bed super early. So I, maybe that a lot of people find it super weird. I, I literally, my brain switches off after 8.30. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I cannot do any, anything, you know, so that my routine is to do everything before 8.30 p.m., 9 p.m. the latest, because then I've got this, okay, this is going to be a, a, a bad one. Uh, crappy TV shows uh, yeah. that put me to sleep, okay? So I don't watch telly, but I only have, because I don't have a TV, but I do have a laptop and Netflix. The crap, like, you know, married at first sight or something like that. Yeah, yeah I'll put this on. Yeah. That's awful, but I've just said it. I've just said it. <laughs> <laughs> but but ultimately, to to as a way to kind of decompress from the day. Exactly, right? exactly. Yeah. I'm just so wired up all yeah. the time that yeah. that is that is decompression. Perfectly put. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Do you do you get up particularly early then? If you if you yes, before five. Do you? Yeah. Wow. And, I'm and, I'm in a five a.m. club. I'm in a five a.m. club. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what what what's particularly I mean, I've, I've done that a few times i've not done it consistently I will, I will honestly say but it seems quite a special time of the day when nobody else is around there's no mm -hmm. distractions what are the benefits of getting up at that time for you 
I mean, you know what? It's just, I mean, for me, it's a natural body clock. So when it was a heavy winter or heavy, not heavy in the UK, but you know, when it was dark, my body clock would go maybe six o'clock. So it's all body clock. But I just, I have, I've always been a morning person and I've never been a night out. So that is something that's very natural to me. So I don't actually have to put the alarm clock on. But what is so special? Sunrises. I mean, the sunrise you get now is just the most beautiful sunrise ever. I've got a sunrise from my bedroom, so it's the best thing in the world. Uh, so that's beautiful, um, quiet, everyone's yeah. sleeping, but I just love waking up in the mornings. Like I just love that. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. just, just, just there is something. And I, I love my brain is at the highest level. You know, my brain works. So I almost wake up with 1000 more or more ideas and I'm extremely productive till lunchtime. Yeah, yeah, I think that's. That's a whole other conversation, and, and yeah. You know, oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I love that. I think we we will definitely follow up around a, a, ch a chat around that because I, I find that really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, who, close or distant, um, somebody that you work with very closely, somebody that maybe you've never met, but you've watched their training or read their books or watched shows about them. Who has been one of the most influential, most impactful people on your your journey through life? Mm. Oh, that is that is that is difficult because at every stage it was someone, something or someone else, you know, something or a book or a speaker, you know. I would say so. Oh God, this was another podcast. Um, but I think I had a major breakthrough in India. To be honest with you, I had a major breakthrough in India. No one particular, but just generally being around my yoga teachers, my yoga gurus, uh, my meditation teachers, and just looking at a completely different life approach. Um, which is so aligned actually with with the business but in a different way which resonates with me because it's not like a hard sale marketing it's just a beautiful way of looking at life uh, empowering you 100% knowing that you know you can actually access you know uh, everything you want in life and yeah and I think that was the biggest breakthrough so just kind of coming onto a yoga world and being surrounded by 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 true kind of yogi teachers from India that was uh, definitely extremely ins inspirational and just aligned with me yeah yeah I like that I like that and, and as you say being in a different environment as well yeah. totally different environment it's a totally different approach and different way of seeing things which just has such a big impact I love yeah. that um, is there a particular book that you read or that you go back to or mm. recommend or the people read or that you you kind of really enjoy? Do you have a favorite favorite book? Yes. Um, so I thought about this um, the other day with someone and and it's actually it's gonna maybe be surprising because it it's a kind of book for children, but it's not. Um, so my favorite book ever is Little Prince. Uh, and you know, I I can read it at every stage of my life, because, you know, it's just a journey about kindness and imagination, what we see, how we see it in life. And, you know, it's so relevant at every stage of your life, you know, wherever you are, you can, you can just read it to children as a nice story, but there is so much more meaning uh, underneath and so much wisdom uh, just on like 30, 40 pages. And those, you know, those extremely, um, inspiring graphics there as well you know what do you see do you you know do you see do you see a snake do you see a hat or you know yeah if, if you haven't read it I mean you know it's, it's a lunchtime read but I strongly recommend that I'm just googling that now as we're chatting so the little prince this is oh my word I'm going to try and pronounce this name Antoine de Saint-Exupéry I'm so glad that you did that and I didn't have to uh, <laughs> just say it one more time 
Antoine de Saint-Exupéry, yeah. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. And yeah. that is the book, The Little Prince, right? I will we'll have to put a link in there as well. I've never read that, but you say it's a lunchtime read. Yeah. Uh, book. I'm going to take a look at that as well. I'm going to add that into our links in the show notes. Um, all right. Is, is there a particular thing you get from that? Is there a particular reason why? It's just, you know, it's just uh, go coming back to the, you know, it's just all about like approach to life, you know, it's just the playfulness, it's the, it's the kind, you know, it's, it's approach to life, it's there's the kind approach to life, it's the values, it's all about the values. And I think for me, it's so important and my, the core of my brand and the business I'm trying to create here is the, is the value that align with me. You know, I need to, my values need to be seen and I need to believe in what I do. I cannot do anything that I strongly dis, you know, disagree with. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily about the, someone eating steak next to me absolutely not it's more about those core fundamental moral kind of you know compass things that you know that that are just so important yeah i love it i love it i am i'm looking at it now and i'm 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 uh yeah i'm, I'm fascinated it, it is it literally is a children's book but as you yes. say yeah things that you you kind of pull out from it um i'm going to be taking a look for sure yeah thank you for sharing that no pleasure and so final question, um, and, and it's one that I, I asked to everybody on the, on the, 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 the podcast, uh, Magda, but I'm keen to get your thoughts as well. The name of the podcast is Influence. Um, what does the word influence mean to you? Inspire. I think that would be, that's the first thing that kind of comes to mind and I could overthink it. I can, you know, but I think inspire in a way to be remembered, you know, in any field that you work. Um, yeah. I love that inspire in a way to be remembered yeah. that's great i love that yeah i really like that thank you for sharing that um magda i i just want to say a huge thank you um for, for a number of reasons firstly a huge thank you for your time coming on the podcast today i genuinely appreciate it and thank you as well obviously for, for joining us with intergalactic but a specific thank you for following the steps implementing the steps and proving again that it works and that you've got the results and now i'm just really really excited about seeing the next steps with your business and <laughs> a lot of value to add to a number of businesses a number of companies where you can you can really help them get to the next level with their their, their, their food their recipes their marketing and getting their brand out there as well um just final thought is there any final things that you'd like to share or, or like to say or, or anything just to leave people with that are listening today um, million as always, but I'll try to shrink it to one. Um, so if you, if you just think, uh, and if, you know, if, if you have this calling, you know, I always said that if you've got this calling in your gut that you do want to work for yourself, you want to create something and you know, you've got something there, just do it, just dive in and the rest, uh, rest will really unfold, you know, uh, but making a decision is the hardest step. Once you make a decision, you just follow. Perfect. Thank you so much, Magda. I genuinely appreciate it. People can find you on Instagram at fearless underscore plant underscore life, fearless plant life. That's Magda Zuba. And also the website, uh, which we shared with you earlier, and it is um, rebel animal. Is it rebelanimal.co.uk? Yes. Perfect. So we'll put those links in the show notes as well. Um, I'd love to invite you back um, in the future within the next six months, 12 months or so, Madden, we can we can celebrate again your progress mm -hmm. and uh, the growth of the business. But thank you so much for everybody that's been listening. Do go and connect with Magda on Instagram. Go and take a look at what she's sharing there and what she's doing. It is 
quite incredible. Uh, the content, it really is some of the genuinely some of the highest quality content I've, I've seen on the platform. Um, and you will get a lot from it. Vegan, plant-based, vegetarian, meat-eater, whatever it might be, you will still take a lot from what Magda is sharing. So Magda, thanks so much. Um, and uh, everybody's been listening. Thank you all for being with us and we'll see you in the next episode. Magda, we'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much. Take care. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.